Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. That feeling of not being alone, I had a chance to talk to um, uh, a guest who was on the other side of the world from me, where I was located, and she had shared, this is Ayu, and she shared how when she was learning to code, she would put her daughter to sleep and then from like 10 p.m. to midnight, <laughs> right, do that work. And I just, I had done the same thing. Right, I had done the same thing, and and that 10 p.m. to midnight time was so isolating because you're alone and you're doing it in the dark, and yet there was this other technology, this other woman, woman who code across the world, and she had had the same story. It's time for Women Who Code Conversations, a segment to hear from top technology professionals sitting down with a Women Who Code member to discuss real-world experiences in the industry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. My name is Sarah Healy, and I am the digital design manager here at Women Who Code. And I'm so excited to be here today as we celebrate the second anniversary of the Women Who Code podcast relaunch. One of the things that makes our podcast so special is that we have a different host for each episode. And that allows us to have diverse voices speaking to the amazing technologists that come on the show. What better way to celebrate the podcast relaunch anniversary than with some of the people that have made the Women Who Code podcast so special? So today joining us, we have Faith Poinet, who's a front-end engineer and technical writer at CAD Consulting Limited, Noelle Noterman, senior engineer at Target, Stephanie Rideau, digital community specialist at Women Who Code, and Japali Chuhan, who's a product owner at Ping Identity and also the network director at Women Who Code Vancouver. Um, so you've all been guests on the podcast. Um, let's start with you, Faith. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience as a guest on the Women Who Code podcast? All right. Thank you very much. Okay. It, it was, uh, I was actually nervous at first when I got the mail that was meant to um come on the podcast and become a guest I was so nervous like I hope I'm going to do this right I'm going to say a lot of things right I kept on practicing in front of my mirror I kept on doing a whole lot but at the end of the day it came out well and I was excited about it but one thing um I bet I had to put in mind was the fact that I was going to speak to a whole lot of persons I was going to speak to a lot of persons and I was I needed to impact or give them like a value pass on something really important to them so in all my preparations I kept asking myself as a guest what are you going to pass on so it was just what was on my mind then when I came on the show I really got excited about it and I I was excited I I I was a guest with some other person and it was really fun I got it was really really fun and I was really excited about it and that was when I started out the podcast. Yes. This is amazing. Noelle, what about you? Yeah, I can kind of relate, Faith, to what you said, feeling nervous a lot at first. And I, I think for me, being someone who was newer to tech, thinking like, who wants to hear what I have to say? <laughs> you know, I turned to podcasts to hear experts and, you know, people with name recognition and fancy. And, and it's actually one of the things that I really love that women who code does is that we're sort of giving voice to to lots of different technologists. Um, and so that was really honoring for me. I felt really honored and thought, okay, well, as Faith said, let me just make sure I'm giving some value here, make sure I'm telling my story um, in a way that that communicates with people and say, yeah, I, I do have a little bit to offer and and we want to hear back from you too. So it was a, it was a great experience for sure. Holly, do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience as a guest? 
So yeah, sure. Um, thanks, Sarah. Um, it was in general fantastic to be as a guest on Women Who Code podcast. I feel like the podcast is such a great opportunity for us women to be able to speak about our struggles at work, our challenges at work. It also in a way is an opportunity and a platform to inspire other girls and women who are seeking out the same opportunity in tech uh, because it's it's not a common still. We're still having my, in minority, if that makes sense. And to me, because I've also like switched career, I've made a move from one profile to a completely different profile into product management. So it was in a way an opportunity for me to just share my experience. And then, yeah, like if anybody is looking into doing something similar, breaking into a completely different domain, we are all scared to actually make a move like that. Um, so I just felt like being a guest on Women Who Code Postcard, I could just like share my experience and share my voice with other other women and the community and hope that I could help at least one person. So it was in, in a way short, a really good experience. And I really enjoy my experience as a guest on the podcast. And finally, Stephanie, tell us a little bit about your experience as a guest. Thank you, Sarah. So I had the opportunity to talk about organizing the Women Who Code Hackathon for Social Good 2022. And that's a program that I'm incredibly excited to host again this October with our new cohort of leadership fellows. It was an opportunity for the community to create a technical solution for social good. And it was such a great um, opportunity to share about something I'm very passionate about um, with the community and how we went about organizing it. I've also had several other experiences with the podcast as a host with the following guests, uh, Jin Huang of uh, The Home Depot, Sabrina Vega of Microsoft, and Priyanka Vergadia of Google. And I'll be sharing more about those experiences. Yeah. Well, that leads me into my next question. Um, which I'll start with you, Stephanie, because you've definitely, you've been a host. I have been on those calls a few times, but um, why were you interested and excited uh, to host the Women Who Code podcast? And what was that like? Um, a big difference between being a guest versus a host, but let's start with you, Stephanie, if you want to tell us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I really enjoyed the passion from all of the different speakers that I interacted with. I felt like I learned so much from them, both technically, but also they talked about you know, DEI, career navigation, and just a variety of topics. Um, I felt it I felt very empowered um, to learn from diverse women in tech about their career journeys, what technical advances like excite and inspire them personally. And also I thought it was really great to hear and learn their pro tips for being an effective contributor and leader in the tech space. Yeah, that's amazing. It's not so fun to hear those stories. Um, so Noel, what about you? What was, um, why were you interested to come back to the Women Who Code podcast and host it? Um, if you want to tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I think for me, I'm naturally very curious about people and I, I might even say nosy. <laughs> and it was kind of a fun opportunity to learn about someone and ask them questions. I mean, you know, in, in a, in a friendly collegial way, of course, but just, you never know what you're going to learn. And yet every time it's amazing. And it's also this powerful connection with that person. Um, I feel like every time I've done it, I've made a friend for life, which I feel like I have, because I've stayed in touch with every guest that I've connected with in the podcast. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, a beautiful way to connect deeply with someone. Um, in a time when we don't always get that opportunity. 
So it's been very meaningful for me in that way. And knowing that even our sort of shared connection through the podcast can also then help share their story and their experience with everyone who who watches or listens. So I felt really lucky to do that part. I definitely yeah. agree with that. I post the podcast a few times and I've met so many amazing people from all over the world hosting it. So I just keep coming back because I want to know more people. Um, <laughs> Faith, what about... <laughs> Faith, do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience hosting? Yes, I think that interest came from the first um, hosting of um, the podcast. The fact that I learned a lot, a lot of things from that podcast and I brought them to meet a lot of persons. So I got to meet someone and I was like, okay, I need. To, I think this is interesting and this is fun. And the fact that, okay, for me, I've been someone that is always hiding behind the scene. I don't want to be seen at the front just keep me behind. But at the end of the day, I just decided that, okay, this is easy and this will make me, help me to bring out myself. This will help me to come back to the spotlight and again, to meet a lot of persons and to learn. I've learned a lot from different podcasts. So that's it. That's what made me, that's what got me interested in hosting the podcasts. It's definitely a great opportunity to network even more. I agree with that. Um, Dipali, do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience hosting the podcast? Sure. I think um, I agree with everything said here. So I'm just going to add, um, uh, I, I agree with, so I don't want to repeat what is being said because I completely agree with like making friends, being able to speak, get the platform where you can like, you know, share a voice, stuff like that. But other than that, what I think personally for me special is that by hosting a podcast, I can see a community where I can connect very well, where the like-minded people are like coming together. You get to ask questions, their struggles, their their progress, their career progression, depending on the person that you're speaking with. I had a really good time speaking to someone who was, I remember a CISO, which is like um, on, on the, the leadership role. And I really learned a lot just, just by asking questions. Like, you know, how was your struggle? How did you overcome all that? Um, so yeah, it was like really great, um, just listening to them, asking, like having an opportunity to ask questions and even like as person, as like personally to me, um, you know, like learn and grow and connect network as I think, uh, Stephanie or, uh, Neil said already. Um, so it was just a wonderful experience and that's one way we all can learn from each other and grow together. I definitely agree with that. It's definitely a little bit of a personal motive where I can go and hear stories from other women in tech, especially with Noel said about being a little nosy because I, I want to know about everyone as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's also like sometimes you end up sharing the similar experiences and you feel like, oh, you are yeah. not alone. Yeah, I have some of the most, I have very memorable times hosting and you get so much, you get so many answers out of people that I don't think that they were expecting to give and they sort of shock themselves in the midst of that as well. Um, but with that, you kind of, you both, everyone has sort of said certain specific stories, but um, let's start with you, Stephanie. Uh, what was one of the most memorable experiences you've had with the podcast, either hosting or guesting or, or being a guest? Let's start with you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for me, I feel like it's impossible to choose one because all of the guests were just so amazing. They shared impactful insights. Um, for example, Jen shared her perspective on technical concepts such as like reinforced learning, social responsibility, and AI, which was so interesting. Priyanka talked about um, like visual storytelling with cloud you know, using tech to tell visual stories. And she also talked about the intersection of cloud and machine learning. Again, like super stuff I find like super 
super fascinating um, personally. And um, Sabrina spent a lot of time talking about work-life balance. And I feel that that is so important for technologists um, at all levels of our careers. It's a helpful reminder for all of us to, you know, maintain that work-life balance, take time for ourselves. Um, so I had just so many amazing experiences. Noelle, would you like to tell us a little bit about your most memorable experience? Yeah, I mean, I, I love how... Stephanie has such inspirational messages. Okay, I'm kind of a goofball. And if you've watched any of my podcasts with you all, you might know that. Um, I love when real life kind of creeps in, <laughs> you know, like that's what I remember most. Like when when the dog runs in and barks, or you know, someone's kid does something. Those and oh, the I know because <laughs> they're so real and we're so we're trapped in these little boxes, and yet we have so much more in our lives that is so so rich and so it's like a, it's a, just a little treat and it's a little gift to see that reality. And then to also see how these women handle it with like such grace and aplomb. And they're like, well, that's my dog, you know, just <laughs> keep going. And yeah, and that's what we do. That's what we do all the time. We handle all of those things under the box. And I, I just I love know. a little bit of reality. Well, we went to had um, a guest and her dog just started going totally bonkers in the background she's like can we pause I was like no this is real life like if you were in a meeting we wouldn't be pausing but this is just how this is the new world this is the this is what we're doing with also you're we featured the dog on the the photo when we like advertised the podcast itself so it ended up working out well uh Faith what about you what's your most memorable experience uh on the Women Who Code podcast I can say all the guests are really amazing. You get to meet this one and the next person is actually really interesting and saying a lot and you learn from it. But one of the podcasts I learned a lot. Okay, I was having this um, feeling. I was like, okay, how is getting married? If I get married, how is it going to affect my career? How is it going to go? But looking at um, each and every person that have been able to interfere, I've seen that, okay, this persons have been able to handle um, having a career and also having to have a home very well. One person that I really, she actually shared her experience, that was um, Helen Mary Baramoda. I really love the fact that she shared a lot of experience as a married person and also as a career person. And she had a lot of career change. And with that, I, I was able to learn a lot. I'm about getting married and I was really scared. I, I was talking with one of my friends. I was like, how am I going to handle being in Turkey? And mm -hmm. also, you know what it means? Every time you want to, you're always looking at your code base, trying to make a change and all that. And then also trying to, you might have lost to handle the fact okay. that you're getting married. After learning from, yeah, after learning from Helen Mary Baramoda, I was, I was, more, I was a bit excited. I was really excited about doing this. And I know that, okay, I can actually merge this and my career. And it was really an awesome one. So yes, I've learned a lot from a lot of persons. So that's one of my memory experience. Mm -hmm. and that's amazing. That's definitely, I feel like I've learned so much about that. What were you saying, Noelle? No, I think um, sharing the story where she said she talked to someone who was sort of giving tips as being a mother and a queer yeah. person as well and a wife. And um, and I think it was um, Deepali who said earlier, just that feeling of not being alone. I had a chance to talk to um, uh, a guest who was on the other side of the world from me where I was located and she had shared, this was Ayu, and she shared how when she was learning to code, she would put her daughter to sleep and then from like 10 p.m. to midnight, <laughs> right, do that work. 
And I just, I had done the same thing, right? I had done the same thing. And and that 10 p.m. to midnight time was so isolating because you're alone and you're doing it in the dark. And yet there was this other technology, this other woman, woman who code across the world and she had had the same story and and just that connection and feeling feeling together and feeling like we're not alone, even when we are doing something alone <laughs> was was so powerful. So that was a big moment for me. So Faith, for th- thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Um, Dipoli, do you want to talk about a little bit about your most memorable experience on the podcast? Well, the memorable, memorable experience, I mean, it's difficult to call out one, as Stephanie mentioned, I guess, uh, because yeah. they were all very fantastic and really good learning. Uh, I really loved the part of sharing tips in the end. I just felt that I could connect to all those suggestions and tips, how you navigate through the career, life, as like in tech, as women, and, and all those, because those, were, those tips were coming like personally from every individual that I could just really inspire and like I was able to connect to every word that was being said in my podcast. So I think that's something always stayed and will always stay with me, you know, when I, I'm in the same situation and I feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I not good enough? Am I, am I, you know, like, um, do I have skill set to do this job? You know, when I started questioning all those things in my head and so I can actually, I make a note of all those uh, tips and suggestions shared in the end of the pod- podcast from all these various profile uh, women working on these various, various roles. And those are really helpful. So that's like kind of my go-to book in a way. <laughs> Or the, yeah. the pro tips are my favorite part of the podcast. I have to, you have to wait to the end, but it's like the best part, which leads me into my next question. And I'll start with you to Polly. Um, so pro tips, I think it's either sometimes they'll either leave technical pro tips or more personal pro tips or career based pro tips of just generalized of being a woman in tech. Um, but how do you think being a host on the podcast has impacted your career, whether it was pro tips or learning a story of someone who also had similar experiences to Polly, let's start with you. What would you say? Hosting or being in the podcast in general, talking to these various women from various um, um, stage in their career. Um, it helps you in multiple ways. It's not just if, if there's no one answer to it in the sense that um there was there was one woman that I was speaking to and she was like a uh, chief security officer, something like that, because I also want to be in a leadership role. So I could just like learn a lot from her experience. She has been switched roles and done a lot in her career. So I just felt like there was so much learning from that specific podcast. But again, um, they're learning from all the podcasts in the sense when you start doubting yourself at some point, right? When you start comparing yourself with like, maybe a male colleague I don't know if that's that's the only example come to my mind because in tech you are just always in minorities you'll be like oh this this guy is really good am I like do I have that skill set and all this stuff like that right so these things like having part of the women community just helps you you know don't doubt yourself um just continue doing what you're doing take one day at a time learn one technology at a time believe in yourself um and then have mentor someone suggested me, you know, when you are in doubt, have a mentor, find a mentor or, or, or like mentor someone. So things like that, I guess, just to summarize, it was like really helpful and a very good experience. Yeah. With that. Would anyone else like to jump in? You know, I, I haven't thought about it specifically connected to my career because I feel like 
I do my work at work. And then when I want to relax and have fun, that's when I think about the women who code podcast, right? <laughs> like there's like a little bit of a separation. Like I have a job and then I have things yeah. that, that build community and that inspire me. Not that they have to be separate, but I guess I hadn't really thought about it, but I will say this, that I think the willingness to speak up and I faith, you kind of said this a little bit earlier, the willingness to sort of put yourself out there, the willingness to ask a question, maybe even a little bit of a tough question um, in the hope of learning and the hope of connecting and the hope of building community. Um, I think it has helped me feel more confident doing that in my career and in my job as well. So just sort of kind of reinforcing um, those, those positive habits in, in that way. I definitely agree with that. Uh, Stephanie, what about you? I feel like you work for women who code. And so a lot of the, a lot of the actual uh, podcasts that you post kind of directly correlate to your job as it is. Uh, But do you want to um, talk a little bit about how it's impacted your career? Yes, absolutely. So I have two points. Uh, First one is I really like Jin Huang's pro tip. I know you were all talking about pro tips and this particular one was really memorable to me. She said, it is absolutely critical for you to not stop learning and keep on being curious. And the podcast is an opportunity to follow how the technical landscape is evolving directly from industry leaders and experts. And, you know, just learn so much from that. And so for me, I feel like I've learned so much from that experience. Also, for me, the intersection of tech and art that uh, Priyanka shared directly inspired me. I've always had these two passions, like my entire life, technology and art. And it's really like it inspired me to consider ways of like combining these two passions that I have more into my life and my career. For example, I recently wrote a Python program to create a crochet uh, pattern for a project that I'm working on. And I'm like brainstorming ways to use art to teach code. And how can I use art to develop social good products? So like the opportunities are absolutely limitless in terms of what you can do when you're combining technology and art people will probably be reaching out to you for that Python program if it's on your GitHub or anything like that, because that sounds very interesting. Um, Faith, what about you? Um, How has, if it has the podcast impacted your career at all through people you've met or anything like that? Being a host has helped me. There are times where I feel um, really done and out and I go back to those podcasts and I try to look through them. I try to um, go through them. And that actually inspire me to um, move on, to push on and um, push on in my career. Um, it's it's really interesting to note that all those podcasts are really helpful. I go back to those podcasts more than one time to um, watch them and then listen to them and get one or two things out of it. So um, that has helped me in my journey. Whenever I want to give up on my journey, whenever I want to, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is this is really difficult. I go back and I see these women doing these things, talking about their experiences um, in their career, and it has helped me to push on in my career. So it has actually really helped me. I, I have one memorable um, episode where I've met, uh, I met with this woman and we talked a lot about imposter syndrome. And I feel like that always ends up coming up with the podcast that, and maybe that's just me asking the question, like, what's your experience with imposter syndrome? Me just trying to learn from um, our audience or from our community. Um, 
but that's been one of the biggest things is just like learning how people might um uh deal with that in their day-to-day and I, I kind of take tips and tricks from that into my own career one question that I do have is what podcast are you guys listening to other than the women who code podcast which is obviously everyone's top podcast that they are listening to but are there any other technical podcasts or fun podcasts or anything that you're like tune into every single week um Stephanie do you want to start are you listening to any podcasts right now I, I'll be really honest. I don't typically listen to other podcasts apart from Women Who Code. Um, I'll just put on Women Who Code in the background or to unwind um, at the end of the day, um, except on occasion, I might stumble across one and listen to an episode or two, but yeah. Okay. Noelle, what about you? Do you listen to any podcasts? Or um, Stephanie, you can also interject. Um, the Women Who Code podcast is also on our YouTube channel. So if there's any maybe YouTube channels that you might listen to similar to in podcast form, feel free to plug that as well. So for me, I kind of, I said, I have sort of these different lives. Um, so I do my job. I actually, I'm also a professional musician outside of work. And so a lot mm-hmm. of the things that I'm listening to or focusing on are kind of connected to that, mm-hmm. continuing to learn and grow. Um, I love podcasts that push me to think or, kind of expand my awareness. So, I mean, this is maybe even a cheesy plug, but oh my gosh, Hidden Brain, the NPR podcast. Like I have never not listened to an episode of Hidden Brain and gone, oh my gosh, wow. You know, and just just the things that that people are learning about and kind of the same vein, if anybody's familiar with um, No Stupid Questions. Um, mm-hmm. Angela Duckworth does that. I really like those. Again, where people just take hard questions or interesting topics and dissect them. I listen to some parenting podcasts because you know what? parenting's a struggle. I'm going to admit it. Um, I am going to put in a plug for one that I really like, and I think it would be valuable for, um, women who code community members because, um, it's about, uh, women and finances. And I think it's a big deal. Um, there are lots of great resources for that, but I particularly like, um, financial feminist, which is a newer podcast on the market. Yeah. Um, and I like the person who leads that. And I would say, check that out. It's just about how women can take, uh, ownership and control of their finances and sort of be in the driver's seat. Um, and I, it's kind of a, a fun approach to it. So I recommend that one. I'm definitely trying to listen to a lot of those. So I'll um, listen to that more. Uh, DePauli, are you listening to any podcasts or watching any YouTube channels that you think um, is relevant to the Women Who Code community or even just ones that are fun that you can't stop listening to? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I do listen to Women Who Code podcasts. I have to start with that. Um, and um, um, so, I mean, I because I, I mean, I try to do something physically active as well so I listen to the podcast which just like inspire you to be healthy to mm-hmm. be like you know like start your day with sunshine and end your day with like no tech devices because I mean we work and like we are so much into our work even after work I'll be like oh let me check this slack message let me check if someone has emailed you or not there's something urgent you know so those kind of talks or podcasts just help me, you know, no, there has to be like personal and then professional boundaries, even for your personal health, right? So I do listen to those podcasts that just pushes me to to be active. So there is one that I really love, which is the Huberman podcast. I think, um, yeah, some of you might have heard about it. So Huberman, I mean, he's a scientist. He talks um, 
talks about benefit of getting the sunshine in the morning scientifically so how it actually helps with the circadian rhythm and helps you sleep better in the night stuff like that so i don't go into too much technical understanding because it's very scientific in, in that sense but it just helps me understand you know what i need to get the sunshine of the morning it's very important for my circadian rhythm for my like overall brain health and my overall health so stuff um, and tips like that so i do listen to human time to time and adam grant for uh, for some philosophical oh, yes. knowledge you know yes. like i love think that again yeah stuff like that so i love a good like meditate like just like a five minute i think spotify has like five minute podcasts for the day and it's just sort of like a meditation just to start your day yeah so i'm also like an avid youtube watcher and so like as Dipali said like i love watching anything that's like lifestyle mental health like healthy food cooking like all of that and so um and on occasion if i'm like i want something technical i can't think of anything specific but if i want to learn something technical um youtube is usually the first place that i go and um try to find a tutorial or something to help me and there's so many resources that are available all over youtube including the women who code youtube channel which is great um so faith uh would you like to tell us um are there any podcasts or um maybe youtube channels that you're listening to that inspire you every day other than the women who code podcast that is all right so for the podcast i listen to um uh, apart from the woman who code podcast i listen more of the woman who code podcast um all right so that's that's just the more of the podcast I listen to, but for YouTube channels, I I listen to a uh, great stack. He's one person that is constantly putting out um videos and content for front end developers, and I'm all co- constantly um directing my mentees to great stacks to get to follow up with the application he builds. Because he he actually builds great application, and one other person I constantly watch is um Ada, so Adora Hacks. I actually love what she does, and it's it's an interesting one too. So I those are like person names I can't recall their names rather. So but these are the persons that I constantly follow and I constantly watch, and it has helped me in my journey. It has helped me whatever. I, I'm stuck somewhere. So yes, those are actually great contents. You can also follow them up too. Okay, well, those, those are all really great answers. Um, podcast. I, um, I also love lifestyle, uh, YouTube videos and stuff like that. It's a great escape from work just to see what other people are doing or listening to. Um, I listen to a lot of non-work related podcasts. So Celebrity Book Club. I love story podcasts as well. That kind of like it'll be several episodes of just like one continuous story, like one season podcast type of situations. But yeah. Um, so how can people learn more about you? Where can we find you? Where can we, are, are you on LinkedIn, Twitter? Noel, what about you? Where can people find you? <laughs> um, making music in my living room. <laughs> That's mostly what I'm doing, but I'm, but I'm not working. Um, I, I am on LinkedIn. I, um, I'm, I'm busy. And so I mostly I'm just there to, 
you know, be nosy about other people, but yes, I love connecting with people and feel free to reach out. I'm always, always will make time for, you know, a coffee chat or to get to know someone, but I'm probably going to ask you a whole bunch of personal questions. So just uh, up on that again on the women who go podcast <laughs> right. connect at your own risk <laughs> which instrument um, do you play no if i can ask you that yeah sure my background is actually in operatic and classical vocal performance and i'm a choral conductor as well and then i play a hodgepodge of instruments to to get through <laughs> so yeah mostly piano and guitar but yeah other things oh interesting i tried learning piano and then i was so bad at it I mean, I just ended up judging myself and I was like, oh, this is probably not for me, but I do want to learn piano. There is some musician in me who still wants to, you know, like still try, even yeah. though I'm bad at it. <laughs> I think you can. And the connections between music and the brain and, and computer, you know, languages and the brain, they're they're right there together. I think there's a natural connection. So go for it. Yeah. yeah. Is it a podcast for piano that we can, on music that I can listen to? <laughs> or just I'll a YouTube channel? I'll see what I can find. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Thank you. There has to be. Um, Noel, do you have a website where we can listen to some of your music at all? It's funny. I used I used to. I don't think it's still there anymore. So I'll say probably not. I think I stopped paying for it. No. <laughs> yeah, parenting. Parent remember I said parenting. Parenting kind of got in the way of some gotcha, of that. But gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm always happy to send, you know, files though. Hey, if anybody wants to. <laughs> yeah. And people will be reaching out to you and we will be asking for those MP3s of your music. Um, to Polly, where can we find you if anyone wants to connect to you well everywhere almost all all <laughs> on the all the social media website but the one that i'll mention where i'm more active is twitter and linkedin so you can reach out to me on linkedin and twitter where those are the two i use the most uh facebook not that much but you can find me almost everywhere <laughs> i'm an easy find <laughs> in oh, that wow. sense stephanie what about you yeah, you can definitely find me on LinkedIn. That's the best place, um, slash Stephanie Rideout. And also you can regularly find different videos of different programs and things I'm working on the Women Who Code YouTube channel. All right. So you can learn more about me um, on LinkedIn. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Fitbrenner, and um, on Twitter, I'm also Fitz. Okay, so those are my two handles. I'm actually active on LinkedIn, I'm active on Twitter. So you can follow me there and we get to connect, we get to talk about uh, our career journey. We get to share experiences together. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and I, I'm sure that we will all be back here in the same, in the same spot, either hosting or being a guest on the Women Who Code podcast, um, please subscribe to the Women Who Code podcast um, and or subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can also watch this um, and continue to listen every single week. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash women who code. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe, rate, and comment.